all cats have been left alone. All dogs are settled. Addy is here. I didn't promise that the dogs were settled. Oh, I didn't promise. There's a cat on the table next to me. I'm Jesse Spector. This is Willett's Pod and everything that follows. This is out of my control entirely. Addie Barrett is here. She's drinking something right now, so I'm going to say her name. And I'm drinking her water. Hi. Sure. Um, <laughs> it is water. This is my... No one can see. Why am I showing this as if anyone on the podcast? You you're know. on a video call and it's hard I'm to a video remember call. what you're dealing with. I drink out of a literally enormous water bottle at all times. Everyone makes fun of me for how big my water bottle is. It's like twice the size of your head. How big is yours? Mine's only 20 ounces. Because I need to be able to like bring it places. <laughs> I think mine is, uh, this is 40 ounces. And I wish it were twice the size. Hi, it's great to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working today with the Pete Alonzo uh, Stadium Soda Cup. Very nice. I've gotten three nice. of these already this season. That's what they've been giving out so far. So that's uh, my mom. That's good. Has you need a Francisco whole, Lindor. My mom's got a whole stack of like the stadium cups you get at different stadiums, and the only one she does not have is the Cincinnati Reds because when we went to a Reds game a few years ago, they were out. Of, I'll get like, her one. <laughs> I told her I was like, I will go to a red game and get you. One. My dad's friend who lives in Cincinnati actually like mailed her one. <laughs> he got it and mailed it to her. That is Colleen yeah. Sullivan, whose mom now has a complete set of stadium cups. It's well, three forty-three in the AM, and you're listening to Perspectives. I'm Lionel Osborne. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, Colleen, you oh, yes. um. You are here. Um, Allison is not here. Um, no, nope. but we we have someone else that you've you've brought with you who is now joining us. Who's not yep. necessarily joining us on the podcast. She's certainly welcome here. We're glad to have her. But I, I'll let you handle this introduction and um, <laughs> what we're doing because you you know her better sure. than any of the rest of us. That I do. Um. So. We have roped Crystal O'Keefe into joining our shenanigans over here at Willett's Pen. Um, Crystal comes from us, comes from Southside Sox with me, where she is doing a very large amount of legwork over there, editing and writing and all of those wonderful things. Um, she is, are you at Fangraphs now? Or baseball? No. No, you're not. I just use phone graph all the time. <laughs> like, I just had, like, a total brain fart of where else they can find you. Tell everybody where they can, tell everyone where they can find you, because I... Yeah. We could let Crystal introduce herself. That <laughs> could also work. Hello. Give her some agents. Oh, my mom's calling me. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. Welcome, welcome to this. This is how it is all We're the time. We're ship. Hello, Hi. I'm... Yeah. Everywhere. Um, no, I write at Southside Sox, and I also am a managing editor there. I write for Pitcher List. I do a weekly recap and then kind of whatever else I want to do. Um, I do power rankings for Say It Again Network. I've been featured in Sports Illustrated. I'm kind of just everywhere. Now I'm also here. Yeah. I was not busy <laughs> enough. Um between Colleen and my husband, I have been converted into Mets fandom. So, listen, I wasn't going to let any of y'all so, go quietly. 
No. What is your, like, what was it that kind of felt like you were converted to the Mets? What was the moment for you? Well, I mean, they've just, they've been so much fun to watch. And my husband has decided that he hates the White Sox right now. So we started watching a lot more Mets <laughs> games recently. And I was like, you know what? This team is fun. I already liked Jacob, De- like, I already liked Jacob DeGrom, and he shares Colleen and I's birthday. I birthday, wow. guys, by the way. Yeah. Birthday. Yes. Just had your birthday this weekend. Yeah, it was yeah. on Sunday. Me, Colleen, and Jacob DeGrom. Remember and then I'm graduated with Bill on Bill already. On his birthday, slash your birthday, slash Father's Day. Yeah. So it was yeah, a friend of mine texted me and was, my friend texted me and was like, um, you share your birthday with Father's Day? I said, yeah, but only every four years. Yeah. So, <laughs> always. We always like share it with June thing. and Jacob DeGrom, though. Yeah. Yep. The Mets really are so fun to watch. And, Jesse, I mean, I know you can attest to this better than any of us. It is so funny to me for the Mets to have this reputation as, like, a fun team in baseball. Like, it feels <laughs> sort of like I sort of, like, fell into a separate reality where it's like, the Mets are fun like everyone agrees and that um feels a little weird it but is i'm having weird. a great it, time <laughs> i feel like you know 2015 was special in its own way um and like after they got cespedes they were kind of in that mold but like i think it really goes back like the last time that the mets were fun what? fun like this has to be like the old roots yeah i don't know what's happening with late 90s up to the 2000 subway series team i think we've lost crystal or she is just looking very perplexed at something on her video screen. So she'll, oh, she'll be Hi, back. Or... Is she watching me yeah, sort we, my mail? <laughs> I'm watching home. Be weird. <laughs> but yes, I mean, the, like, the Mets, always. The Mets always. being fun is... Um, it's weird. And they're not even, like, the best version of themselves yet because... No, they're not. They have not I had think. the problem. They have barely had Scherzer. Wait, yep, oh my god, like, can I read you guys a text from my dad tonight? This feels like an appropriate, uh, you know, baseball podcast segment text from my dad about the Mets. Yep. Um, he texts me, did you by any chance take any time to take in the minor league Bingham- Binghamton game tonight? <laughs> Which is phrased hilariously to begin with. <laughs> take any time. And I was like, I uh, yeah, did you by any chance take any time to take in the minor league being him game tonight? I said, I did not watch. Were you able to? I heard about it on SNY. I said, did you see what he said about it? Because Max, of course, said, I want to be in the big leagues. I don't want to be a rumble pony, which is the best for you of a rehab start I've ever heard in my entire life. So my dad says, haha, yep, did watch. New line, enter. Yes, did watch. Highlights. New line. One, just seeing Max pitch again. Two, seeing McCann back at, at it as well. Three, kind of a low light, but kind of a highlight, Colin. <laughs> seeing some minor leaguer take Max deep on his last pitch of the night. Good for that, kid. If he has nothing else, he'll have that <laughs> moment for the rest of his life. <laughs> Four, and the biggest highlight of the night. Yeah, there's more. Dot. Seeing Alvarez for the first time live hit a three-run jack. Announcers, quote, it's like watching Pete Alonzo when he was here. You just Aww. expect it now, unquote. <laughs> that was a perfect review. I have never, like, that's the best sports writing I've ever read in my life. 
Well, and like, why do we need to watch the recaps of it now? We can just ask your dad. Like every Literally. Monday should be and Eddie, also, I, Eddie's dad. Every week, Eddie's I, dad I, I don't even know. Like my dad is one of those people who is like, he just loves sports. And I feel like he just has, like, he doesn't have an NFL team that he likes. He just, like, lives for Red Zone. Like, he just, like, lives to, like, love it for seven hours every Sunday. I've basically quit the Giants. And, yeah, it's wonderful. It's amazing. No commercials. I did discover Red Zone last year, and I am awake about it now. That's a story for another time. But he, I, like, how is he even watching this game? Like, where, like, who is, my dad's in Utah. Like, where is like streaming this like rehab start of Max Scherzer's? There's a um, there's a minor league TV see? package. I don't yeah, think he has. I, I maybe he TV can. Wow. Anyway, great to see Max back in action. That's going to also get us to power up. Yeah. Yay, Miss Max. Francisco miss- Alvarez very quickly became like this untouchable prospect too. Amazing to see. Wow, what is that like? supposed to come up? Um, I mean, like he's so young, like he's nineteen or twenty, and in Double A. And do you think it'll be in like may, two years? Maybe up at the end of the year. Like if he keeps, oh, okay. if he keeps doing what he's doing to minor league pitchers, like you can't not bring him up in September. Like just. Even if he's like, yeah, just to get some ABs at, at this level, especially like, you know, I, I know that Atlanta just had this 14 game winning streak and they closed the gap to four and a half or however close they got. Um, Six and a half. I'm not. Was it four and a half though at the end of the streak? Like, was that as close as they were? No, I think the closest they got was like five and a half. Maybe five. Yeah. I, Anyway, I like, also think yeah. it's funny that we're like, ugh, it's so frustrating to be five and a half games <laughs> up over the Braves. <laughs> well, I'm like, and here's the funny thing about that. David was like, well, you know, they had all that extra padding that they could go on a losing streak and still be fine. And I was like, what the fuck is this optimism? <laughs> First of all, oh. I was like, what the, what the fuck? And secondly, like, literally just did a behind enemy baselines talking about the two series from last year of the Mets and the Brewers, how the Mets started off and they were doing so well in the first series. And then by the second one, they were in the basement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like a very this afraid is a of different the Mets bottom. Game. It is. The bottom still, it was like out a bit last year. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it feels to me like the sort of moment that we're in with the bats is that like they're winning kind of sustainably. Like when they literally had not lost a series yet, like all of us knew that like that was not going to be possible yeah. for the whole year. But like it just kept happening for a little while. I feel like they're and now they're like sixteen yeah. and three in series, I think is the number. Yeah. I think yeah. that they're like sixteen and then they've like split two. Um I feel like the, like they lose in annoying ways sometimes but like they win more often than they lose and I feel like it's like um I don't know I feel like they're sort of like settling into a season where like they're a good team consistently even though like 
I don't know. Sometimes I remember that they have the best record in the National League, and that doesn't like feel real to me. Like I don't think this team is that good, but they are. It's weird yeah. in New York right now too, because the Yankees have been so out of control, um, just like winning by accident. Like they can't help themselves. Um, I think they were getting their asses kicked tonight as, as we were recording this, but like. I still don't believe in the Yankees as much as, and this is a really weird thing to say. I don't believe in the Yankees as much as I believe in the Mets because of the managing. Like I fully believe that they will get to October and Aaron Boone will find a way to, you know, shoot himself in the balls. Like he always does. I was going to say, hasn't he been doing that consistently the last few years? Like the Yankees get that close to the postseason and then he fucks up somehow. What what I'm curious about though, and since we have uh, you know half of tonight's show is uh, White Sox, uh, <laughs> White Sox affiliate not not affiliated, but you know White Sox adjacent, White Sox uh, South Sidery, um, two thousand five Chicago team. office, yeah, the Chicago <laughs> office, the M. Lord Voltron Bureau. Um, the 2000, I, I watched a lot of the 2005 team because uh, it was on MLB TV. They were interesting, like, from the start. Like, they, a lot like this Mets team, just kind of, like, had a, a different vibe, like, from April. And I'm curious, like, from the other side, like, being in Chicago and watching Mets season unfold, if, if you're seeing kind of a similar vibe. This is way deeper baseball talk than we usually have. <laughs> I, well, Comiskey has a pin. Where did, did you disappear, Colleen? <laughs> I see a totally a different vibe. I mean, this Mets team, I feel like it is just always good vibes. And I feel like that 2005 team was always, they were like having fun. They were happy. They were playing smart baseball. And I feel like that's what the Mets are doing this year. Like you can tell they're having fun. They're not yep. making stupid mistakes all the time. So, yeah, I think it's really similar to what 2005 was. Yeah, and, like, and the thing that I really remember about the 2005 team is that um, there was a lot of, like, oh, they're not going to go anywhere. Like, it's the, it's the Sox. They're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere. Like, it's kind of this, you know, ra- not I don't want to say ragtag team, but it almost was in that the only real – recognizable names they had were like Frank Thomas because he'd been around for a hundred years. Um and he wasn't even a big I mean, part of it because he was hurt. Yeah. I mean and it was just in Ozzy Guillen as the manager because like again he you know he had just won with the Marlins. And I feel like after that 2005 season was where like everybody really took off. Where like you know Passat Pasednik got the recognition and A.G. Pruszynski was known as more than just like this really annoying catcher that teams have. And Paul Canerco started getting like good looks that he got. Um, but I feel like before then it wasn't like they weren't really like everyone just kind of like passed it off. And I was like, eh, okay. Um, and I get that kind of, I kind of get that feeling with the Mets a little bit this season where like, yeah, everybody knows Pete Alonso won the home run derby twice. Everybody knows who Francisco Lindor is. Max Scherzer, oh, my God, they have him. But, you know, he's certain all that. And Jacob DeGrom. But, like, 
there's all those other pieces like Louis Guillerme and um you know Nimmo's been doing really well and JD Davis like all of the other players who've been on the Mets for a while that you don't typically think of as being big contributors to the team have been having those big moments. Was there a guy on that team who could be seen as like similar to Jeff McNeil where it was like, this guy was about to be traded and everybody would have been really just fine with seeing him traded after the year that he had last year, but he Mm -hmm. stuck around new manager, new attitude and like, really makes a big difference. I, I'm struggling to think of who that could be for that um, team. Let me think. I just want to interrupt and say that, of course, as we're having this conversation about how the Mets are fun and good, they loaded the bases yeah. with one out and got nothing out of it, which is, <laughs> of course, classic Mets. <laughs> <laughs> there. If yay, if they come home, like they were talking on the broadcast yesterday during the Mets Marlins game about how like it was so difficult to win a four game series, and then I think it was Ron who goes, "It's even harder to win a two game series." I was like, "They're about to have a two game series. They're going to go to Houston." And it's the fucking Astros <laughs> and Trevor Williams is pitching. Like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Shush, Ron, you're not helping. Um, but to answer yeah. your question, I think maybe. Was it Pierzynski? No, ever. I mean, no. I want to say maybe Juan Uribe. Ooh, because Met like everyone's favorite. favorite. Yeah, I want to say maybe Juan Uribe or like um, I'd say Aaron Rowan, but that was like his first season on the Sox. Yeah, he did get traded. I he would, did get I traded the next year. I would agree with you, Uribe. I think if I had to really think back, and that's hard because, yeah, there weren't anybody that was like really hated and on the trade talk. But I don't know. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Rube. Yeah, well, and also they didn't have a lot of big names at the time, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think that's probably yeah. I guess you, Rube. As I'm thinking about this. Also, fun fact, Joey Cora was the third base coach at the time. Could bode well for that. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and we all love McNeil. Yeah. You're good. Um, Jesse, I know that there was a game that you wanted to play. There I have was. some things I'd like to say about Jeff McNeil. There was a game say that I wanted to play, game. but I think that we were going to hold off on that game until Allison was back with us unless Crystal Ooh. you're you're into playing this game. We can wow, play. This is we, like a we don't trailer. have the because uh, we had the whole thing set up at the idea this afternoon. We have like, you know, we were gonna sloppily text uh Janice and Keelan because they're not here with us. Um, and we haven't talked about them joining us at all. This is really cool. We should talk about this for a second. Um because yep. we don't we are not just adding Crystal um to, to Willett's <laughs> pen. Um I'm going to turn it back to Colleen because I enjoyed that first introduction so very much. <laughs> My first introduction. Oh, Lord. Where do you work, Crystal? What do you do? I don't. I'm very tired. Like, I'm on vacation this week and my brain has not caught up with, like, the rest of me. Um, yeah. So, for... we'll go now. Do you not want to do this? You know who you, do no, you, you I... do this, Colleen? Do you know who your friends are? 
I do know who my Crystal, friends are. Crystal, do you want to introduce your friends? <laughs> We've been through so much, Polly. I can't believe you. I know. I'm so bad. Um, Pass it on to the next June 19th birthday person. <laughs> I'm a little like younger. And I was like, yeah, Crystal's everywhere. Like, what do you mean I have to think about what other stuff she does? No. Uh, she's just always there. She just always was there in my heart. Now, so, All right, so uh, you guys do a White Sox podcast that is more sort of. White Sox than this Mets podcast is, I think. Uh, I don't know. Kind of back and forth. It was like we we talked shit about Tony Larusa a lot, um, and yeah. we did a retrospective of the Chris Sale Jersey game because I was the only one who had been at the game that night. Um, but yeah, so first person we're adding is going to be Janice Scurio. Um, she, I don't know if everybody heard David. He's just like, oh, that's not my problem. Um, (laughs) David reacting to things off screen and off ear pod and off whatever. What is happening? Um, so Janice is, Janice has a million jobs. All right, I'm going to try and list them all here. Um, she definitely works for NBC Sports Edge, um, which I believe is mostly fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she does a lot of game recaps and talks about different things that are happening in baseball over there. She has contributed to Baseball Pro. She's worked at Southside Sox with Crystal and I. Um, right now, I think one of her main gigs is she works at CHGO Sports um, as the Chicago, Chicago Sky, yeah, <laughs> the Chicago Sky contributor. Um, but she's been Chicago related doing. to Denver and Phoenix in your uh, yes sports yep. it, website naming system. <laughs> it's a very strange naming system. Um, yeah. But yeah, so alphabetically we have Janice, and then we have. Keelan Blue, who is our, as she refers to herself, our rootin' tootin' buckaroo friend. Uh, which, for some reason, that, like, stuck in my brain, and I don't remember where that came from. Um, she well, was we all need at, rootin' tootin' buckaroos. Of course. Um, she was over with us at Southside Sox. She contributes to Razzball. Um, she, so, for Razzball, she does uh, baseball and football stuff. So anybody who wants to talk about football, Keelan is probably the one out of all of us who could do it the best um, because I don't fucking care about football. And Keelan's the only one who kind of does. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were the, uh, what did, I, I renamed our group chat after um, they all officially agreed to join. We are the Feminist Writer Pokemon Collective. Pokemon Plus. Pokemon Plus. In case we decide to adopt any um, ally friends to our group chat. But yeah. So you got them all. You got all of the estrogen power of our people. Mm-hmm. We it's are important. here to say weird shit about baseball. It's what we're really best at, honestly. And I mean, you're on the right podcast. <laughs> yep. The right podcast and, and the right newsletter about- because we had... We have more newsletters this week. We we had. Wait, uh, did my Tuesday. ode to Drew Smith publish today? Uh, it it, it will have published by the time this. Did it okay. publish? Today? I didn't look no, at it Twitter. Did it today? Today was Tuesday. I wasn't today. Like, I, 
Addie was part of today, the Tuesday newsletter with, uh, so she wrote about, Addie wrote about Drew Smith. I have unfortunately built myself into this little corner where I'm just writing fucking odes to Mets pitchers. I didn't mean to do this. I'm really sorry to them. It feels so weird of me, but I like can't stop it now. I, you know, so that's what we have a newsletter for. (laughs) The newsletter is to get out all the things that we need to get out. So we'll, we'll have, you know, whoever else Addie needs to get feelings out about. And Addie, you're wearing a lovely gold chain of your own tonight. Okay, I won't deny. I bought this for myself as a gift when I finished the contract. And was my obsession with Drew's chain at all involved in my decision of what jewelry to purchase myself? Yes. I want to say yes. It was. That's not something I want to confess in public, but here I am. Welcome to Willis Pen. If anyone wants to tell me who I should ode about next, let me know. Because the first two were Jesse's suggestions that I was just like, yes. So I feel like Jeff McNeil. I mean, the first the first one was my suggestion, just based on timing. You were already writing about Noah Syndergaard, and yeah, you're writing a whole book. He happens to be going to the. I love Noah Syndergaard. I love him. Yeah, at least the Drew Smith one, I kept it a little, you know, shorter. (laughs) 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 You know, reliever length. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, Jeff McNeil does deserve one, which reminds me, I want to say the game that Jesse wants to play is not a sexual game. No, I no, we already did fuck Mary Kill. Everyone is going to read into (laughs) me saying that I have a lot of things to say about Jeff McNeil because yes, I think Jeff McNeil is very sexy, but. I want to say some things about why I think he should be an all-star, but that is a game for another day. Yeah. We had our our podcast game this week turned out to be make Colleen introduce her friends and say relevant (laughs) facts about them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I I have to apologize to my friends for this. (laughs) I have to apologize to all my friends for this. Like, I I don't deserve y'all. Drinks on Colleen for Thursday's game. Yep, Craig I will be in the Bronx for our um, our pot at the park. Which, uh, Stop doing them at Yankees games. The Yankees have been Stop home more lately. I'm going to Yankees Astros. So I'm going to two Yankees Astros games. I'm going to at least Who one Who do of you want Astros to win that game. game? Who do you want to win that yeah, game? That sucks. The Yankees. That's a race to the bottom. Remember, I am a ticker Oh, you're also a Yankees fan sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fucking weirdo. I know. I'm a ticker tape parade fan. Yeah. I I like, fuck Uh off. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's dumb as hell, and it's who I am, and I'm not going to apologize for it anymore. I don't care. (laughs) You know what? I get zero thoughts on the audience I was complaining to in the discord when I was complaining about the Yankees being in town <laughs> and how much I hated Yankees fans it's fine no like, Yankees fans shit. are by and large enormous assholes I get and that by and I'm large, not... Mets fans hate that yep. like don't yeah. take Jesse's feelings I when I say I'm sorry, I'm not actually sorry. And I think I I, I, I do think that Yankees if I lived in fans. Chicago, I wouldn't be a fan of both the Cubs and the White Sox. It's it's just 
you know, it's partly how I grew up. It's partly that they are, it's the city is just different. I grew up around fans of both teams. I grew up going to both stadiums. I then became a person who worked for a New York newspaper where how we did and keeping our jobs was helped greatly by both teams being in the playoffs and selling way more ads and putting out, you know, much bigger newspapers. Um, I understand that I'm unique in this, so I will be rooting for the Yankees. Like, Um, don't make me respect this, Jesse. That is like, you know, a very eloquent story (laughs) that I want to hear nothing else about because I and I'm over here like you, fart noise. And I definitely feel like did you say my experience of the Yankees and my experience of Yankees fans. It's just that they're like the worst. And I'm not, I'm sure you know Yankees fans who are great. Mm-hmm. My experience with Yankees fans is that they tend to be really annoying, like elitist, like go to the game in your shirt and tie after work, like type dickheads, or like, you know, Goldman Sachs bros. And right. Mets fans, to me, obviously feel like it's a team of the working class, it is a team, you know. The Yankees don't have a pride night. The Yankees like celebrate pride by like being like inviting cops to commemorate Stonewall. They're the fucking worst. <laughs> Did I, they do this? Like, I also just will never get past two of the most basic Yankees gripes. No facial hair. That's yeah. so yep. stupid. Like that is just so yes. stupid. And no names on the back of the jerseys. It makes watching the Yankees completely unwatchable completely like i have no idea who is who and who is doing what and it, it's like play for the name on the front and i don't even like respect your workers <laughs> let me know their names like i can't i yeah. hate it. did they really did they really get cops to commemorate stonewall i need to look this up i would uh, <laughs> i think it's a fun room. rumor to spread the yankees, yankees stonewall. Cops to commemorate uh, stonewall. well they have like there's That's the yankees the like the, the Yankees Yankee Stonewall Scholarship. They have. Um, is it actually like go schools. to anything, or is it just like the Yankees um, pretending to be cool about shit? They give out ten thousand dollar college scholarships. Ooh, that'll help them buy books. <laughs> Aren't yeah. the Yankees valued at like seven bazillion dollars? Come on, cup them. Right, so bro. I, I am. <laughs> I am mixing up the Yankees um, uh, Stonewall scholarships with the Yankees um, nonstop uh, copaganda and <laughs> copness right down right down to their logo. That interlocking NY is a cop medal from the 19th century. Yeah, it uh, tracks. The Yankees are the cop. The, the Yankees are baseball cops. That that fucking tracks. Yeah. Real Madrid vibes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huge time. Um, yep, yep, yep. And it's, yeah, it, I was, if I wasn't born here, if I wasn't obsessed with the four train as a kid, if I wasn't a million other things, I would hate everything about the New York Yankees. I already do hate so very much about the New York Yankees. I did anger um, a batch of Yankees. It's like family. It's like family. I did anger a batch of Yankees. It family. Like, it's the part of my family that I hate but still love. <laughs> I did anger a huge batch of Yankees fans when we were at the game, um, sitting at the first oh, yeah. baseline. So I hate Anthony Rizzo. 
always have, always will. Will never like Anthony Rizzo. And it makes my mom crazy because he's her favorite player. And so, like, whenever he was on the Cubs and I would take her to a Cubs game, I would, you know, call him a fat ass. Stop it! I do. Just, yes. Yeah. Clear. I am still doing that, but he's like, you don't need to use the past tense. He's a little Mitch Hedberg. So every time, and if Janice and I were at the game together, and we were like on the first baseline, and every time he came up to bat, I would boo because I hate Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> and his last step bat of the game, and like Anthony Rizzo is notorious for like standing on top of home plate. It's why he gets hit so much. Because he, like, stands on top of home plate. So, in my annoyance of him existing, I screamed at the top of my lungs, stop crowding the plate, you fat ass. I'm not kidding. Four rows of people turned around <laughs> to look at me. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not sorry, first of all. Secondly... What is happening? <laughs> the amount of people that were there in like Rizzo t-shirts and Rizzo jerseys was also super gross. But I was like, not sorry. We'll fight all of you. <laughs> and then I respect it. Yep. I still hate Anthony Rizzo. Yep. So he's annoying as fuck. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> we had some like real good deep baseball talk today. Yeah. <laughs> We really worked out our issues. <laughs> I got plenty. Of, listen, I can for. go on some litanies about these trash throws and the Cubs players. So <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, that's what we have a newsletter for too. Yeah. Didn't we give you? Didn't didn't we, didn't we give you a weekly column to talk shit about? Twice a week. Colleen is there at willitspen.substack.com talking shit okay, about the various every teams in Major League Every single time. <laughs> Soon enough, Crystal will be there too, uh, doing I have no idea what. Janice will be there too, doing I have no idea what. And Keelan will be there doing we'll also. Do stuff. You have a really yeah, formal format, as I you can stuff. tell. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was starting to talk about what was in this week's newsletters, but we determined that Addie was in Tuesdays and we recorded on Tuesday. By the time you read this, yeah. that's how you. You will also have seen a Wednesday newsletter. Yay! Um, and yeah, um, that's also why we're glad to have Crystal here to be another set of eyes because she can she can read too. <laughs> read She's not just a writer; she can read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's big. That's so. Uh, I'm so excited about this, and I'm I'm glad that we're here and we have like other audio like stuff that we can do is like you know one-offs that you'll see on this channel and all that so you know just like stay subscribed tell your friends <laughs> if you know anybody who's like really rich and let's just like cut us all a nice fat check um that'd be awesome too maybe we shouldn't have shown all the yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh let's uh we'll edit all that out we were kidding um, <laughs> you know, are great i love goldman sachs uh, capitalism rules, and I'm not being held hostile. Are you saying that there's no money in writing for baseball play like teams? I only do it for the money. Yeah, I hope you get the money as well. <laughs> I, have I used to really, say that at the bargaining table all the time. Really troubling like, whenever news. management would accuse us of like not wanting to work for whatever reason of the week that they were yeah. accusing us to not want to work, I would constantly be like, "You guys, like." 
we don't do this for the money. Like, you know that, right? Do you know what industry we all chose to go yep. into? Um, we don't make money. Support us. Give us like $5 a month if you can, if that feels valuable to you, because clearly we give you so much for that $5. Yes. You could be a sugar daddy to Willett's pen. Yeah. We'd accept that. I get a lot of those like spammer sugar daddies in my DMs. So, Ooh, we, like, if you want to do that, spin up for the Patreon. Everyone told the spammers. That's, that's going to be the new plan. Pen. The new marketing Willis plan pen. for Willis Pen going forward is um, any spam that we get, we respond to just by sharing the link and saying, please deposit all funds uh, directly into this Substack account. I have a really iconic friend, Hannah Ornstein, who I went to college with, and she writes. Um, novels. Now she writes like amazing young adult novels. Um, you guys should all read them. They're all fantastic and fun. And a few years ago in a bar, apparently she was talking to a dude and he like gave, she like, he like gave her his phone to put <clears throat> her phone number into. And instead she bought his book on Amazon and gave his phone back to him, or bought her own book on Amazon and gave it back to him, <laughs> which I think is the most That's iconic. The most of that is time. iconic. Um, and I actually have read. Yeah. Wait, I have read her that. books. I just Google. <gasps> I love books. it. Which one? Head over heels. She's amazing. Head over heels. Yep, the new one. That's a fun because one. it was on. Hannah is it, so talented. It got picked on my because I subscribed to Book of the Month, um, and it was on the list, and that was one of them that I got. Let's see. That makes me so happy. We did a, we worked on our college like newspaper blog together, and it's so fun to see her store, especially in like, like who writes novels? I mean, it's so impressive. Yeah, not us. We're we're writing an ebook about. Not us. We're writing an ebook <laughs> if you pay us. <laughs> please do pay us. Please do subscribe. And now that we're on Apple, I can say like rate, review, and subscribe. Yep. Thing that podcast. Yeah, we're, we're moving up in the world. So, um. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Addie, Allison, not Allison. Addie, <laughs> Allison in spirit. Allison in spirit. Thank you guys so much for being here. Crystal, thank you so much for filling Allison's shoes um, or Zoom screen spot. We can fill her shoes because her shoes are so very unique, but so are yours. And that's yep. what makes it great. <laughs> we're, we're lucky to have you here with, with the rest of the. Um, Estrogen Power Hour, Femlord, Voltron, Chicago Bureau of Willits Penn. We're also um, Caddy Young Bitches. Caddy Young Bitches, yep. That was But someone in the comments of our podcast said, I like these girls. They're like Caddy Young Bitches. So we yep. took on that persona as well. We need to get our art team to make those of all of these things so that you can buy them. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, Femlord, Chicago Bureau. More money for us. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we should absolutely that. That's good yeah. one. We need to get cracking on that. Uh, also, the LFGM tribe stuff remains. Um, it's going to remain. Um, it's going to continue to raise money for the Alley Forney Center just because it's the end of June doesn't mean that we stop like like rainbows and pride. I'm still a bye bitch all year long. Yeah. And someone in the Discord sent a picture of themselves wearing the 
pride lft i'm sure and it made me so happy to see it's so fun to see them out in the wild i i am to see like you know when the orders come in like where they're going and like somebody who lives like three blocks from me bought one and i was like i wonder if Stop, i love somebody wearing it in the neighborhood and then we're like i need to get that hat either way i'm so happy yay that's what's i love that i feel sometimes i okay i like live in a little bit of a bubble right now i don't have the job and i like am just sort of running around like getting tattoos in the middle of the day and like sleeping a lot and uh, like i don't really know what's going on um and writing odes to drew smith and sometimes I, it feels really nice to remember like that there are people who like are part of Willis Penn that like are that like are out there in the world and anyway if you're listening to this it makes me feel good <laughs> I love being in this community and it's really fun to watch it grow yay I love it we are having so much fun thank you for listening to the last 40 whatever minutes of us doing this and we'll do it again next week because it's too much dang fun not to when we can actually make our schedules work to get here so um, yeah Crystal you're not with us uh, on a weekly basis but you're super fun so we're going to do stuff with you too and it's going to be awesome be and Colleen and Addy I'll see you guys next week yep um, yeah on we go this is going to be great <laughs> thanks for listening bye y'all